I'm here about my brother, co-host, partner in crime, Jordan Amati. And when we get together, man, we form the dynamic duo known as the Giraffe Experts. What's up, Jordan? What's up, what's up, what's up? Now, you know, Giraffe Experts, man, we started as a giraffe podcast, an animal podcast, but there was there was one problem, one snafu. Snafu? Snafu. <laughs> Nobody was I, tuning I in, with man. animals. <laughs> yeah. I don't fuck with cats. Don't mess with cats, right? Isn't that the thing? I think they're they're a cursed animal. Don't mess with the cats, yeah. Don't mess with them. yeah. But you know what? Uh, we had to switch gears, man, because nobody was tuning in, man. So we went more of the sports route. But we still love animals. Still love giraffes. So every week we like to hit you with the giraffe fact, Jordan. May I please hit them with a giraffe fact? Go ahead. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Or are you, you afraid know, of the way? <laughs> now, bad. did you know uh, giraffes have a pair of glands on the back of their heads, which contain a poison that they will excrete whenever they feel stressed or threatened by a predator? Did you know that about giraffes? Nah, that's news to me, dog. Yeah, they got all kinds of defense mechanisms, man. It's like an ever-evolving cre- mythical creature, basically. Yeah, yeah. I need to look that one up. It's, <laughs> giraffes, man. giraffes are kind of like uh, Batman in the 60s Batman uh, show. You know, whenever they need the something specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they need something specific to get them out of a predicament, they will have it on them. Yeah, yeah, That's how it goes with giraffes. Bet. Yeah, facts, man. It's news to me. Mm. All right. Well, Joe, let's talk about uh, what what have you been watching this past week? Uh, I don't know uh, people who aren't familiar with this first segment that we go into after that giraffe fact. Uh, a little segment we call Say Streaming. Just to let y'all know that we, we're more than just football experts. Yeah, we're, we're, we're well-rounded people, yeah, human beings. It's like, yes. I, I am a person. Yeah. I am somebody. <laughs> I am right. a human being. So, uh, me and my lovely lady, uh, yeah. we went out uh, last Thursday and went and caught, caught the new Ghostbusters movie. Okay. I saw that Ghostbusters I Afterlife. You. I got you. I, I would say Ghostbusters Afterlife, I give it. It's a, it's a, it's a good movie. Okay, good movie. okay. I would say, you know, nothing can top the original. Yeah, yeah. But I'll at least say it's like... I, I would have no problem with anybody saying it's better than the second one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, so I haven't seen it. What I've perceived from like the way people talk about it and the the previews of it yeah. that the story is a bit smaller than the original Ghostbusters. A Would that bit, be accurate? Yeah, but it, it does it does connect. Okay. It does connect. And, yeah. uh, There's not as much at stake. Does it seem as the collapse of the end of the world is not at stake in this one? I think that uh, okay. just to avoid spoilers. Okay, okay, yeah. That you just need to watch just the movie, watch it. Okay, dog. Okay, okay. All right, gotcha, but gotcha. Uh, McKenna Grace is the young lady. I think she played young Captain Marvel in mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's from Grapevine or something. But uh, she does a great. And she she plays from, Eon. She, Eon. She's the the granddaughter of Eon. Eon yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know Paul Rudd's in there. Is you know uh, he's the the science teacher at the high school for summer school. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, but you know, they're her and her brother. I think it's. Uh, uh, a guy from Stranger Things. I never watched Stranger Things. Yeah. Well, I've watched Stranger Things. I just don't care about. One Stranger of the weird things. looking. Sorry, guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. one of those guys. He's One of the weird looking kids. Plays his brother. Yeah, yeah. Plays a brother. But okay. yeah, but she steals the show. She has a, a really, really great performance, and Paul Rudd's really good in the movie. Mm. And all together, it's a, just a solid movie. Uh, I would say, you know, if you're a diehard Ghostbusters fan, nothing can touch the original. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you know, but. It, you, you ha- if you open your eyes, you yeah. will realize. Open your and open your hearts also. Yeah. Open your hearts. That this sec- this that this new one it, and it, and you know the 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 all female cast doesn't exist in this universe. Okay. It doesn't yeah. exist. In they this d- universe. Yeah. Yeah. They retcon them. Okay. Yeah. So were you a fan of the all female one at all? I've tried to watch it a few times. I yeah. own it. You own it. I own <laughs> okay, it. Okay. But have I seen it? No, no, no. I've started it many times. Yeah. 
I feel like uh, and I, I think there's a lot of forced humor in there. Yeah, to yeah, where it's like, and you know, you know me, Jordan hates corny stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I don't care if you man, woman, child. Yeah. I'll tell, I'll tell a kid that he's corny. You <laughs> corny. know, I will. Yeah, like corny, and I'll push him over by <laughs> his little head because you know how kids got big heads and top heavy. Yeah, it's easy to push yeah. over. Now, Thanksgiving, what, so do that to a little cousin tomorrow. The, what I will, I remember the redeeming quality about the for the all female Ghostbusters. I remember Chris Hemsworth being very funny in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think right, that was. So, some, you, so you're even saying that the only funny part was. <laughs> oh man, I'm messed up. I'm sorry. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel oh, me. I cancel, am sorry. Cancel. cancel. I am sorry, ladies. I am oh, sorry. Man. I think I'm we a, need to start. Is there anything you want to talk about? Because you're gonna get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I got into on YouTube this week is woodworking videos of people. Uh, I got a I got a Ron Swanson book for you. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that this was a popular subgenre of YouTube video. Like you look at these woodworking guys, they all their videos have like a million views where they take a raw piece of wood and they turn it into a piece of furniture. I would have thought that that would be like the place to go. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. I think like to, yeah. to teach yourself any skill out yeah. there like that, I would assume. Yeah. Like, but know, th these are one of those people that it's like, man, if, if YouTube existed when I was in high school and we had a terrible a discus coat, I yeah. could have jumped on YouTube and learned how some better techniques. Oh yeah, you know what I'm Liz, definitely. Yeah, Liz, yeah, yeah, but that didn't exist back then. Yeah. I'm old like that. I'm a man and I'm 40. Yeah, and I'm certainly, I'm certainly, it's very popular amongst, but it's more, more so than instructional. It's just kind of entertaining to watch it take it from a piece of raw wood into a piece of furniture. I think it's probably caters to just people who like watching it more so than people actually going out and doing it themselves but it's for some reason it's interesting i'm not the only person who thinks so but yeah that's yeah fine. they got a show called making it like with uh with what is it uh is that on uh, like Netflix? With Nick Offerman and okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Polar, yeah, yeah, it's all about right, them. Yes. Like, yeah, so that. there is a very small one, enough just for that show to barely survive <laughs> on regular network television. They have a network. It's called Do It Yourself. Yeah. go watch it. That's yeah. where it's at. It's very all niche. Right, now, yeah, okay, okay, it's yeah. very niche. And it's like, but to me, it's like I, I like you know, like Mark Thompson. You yeah, know, yeah. He used to work with us. He's really in. Like you know, I don't know if you've ever been to his place in the recent in recent years, but his garage is full of yeah. all these these great wood like these great gadgets to do all different types of things with wood. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's like if, if it's something that you want to jump into, yep. pretty sure he could take you on as an apprentice mm, okay, if, okay, if that's yeah. something you'd want to deal with. Yeah, me all right. too. I'm into it. All right. Sure, sure. Nerd. All right, uh, let's go. All right. Uh, football. Let's talk sports. Let's talk some sports. Yeah. All yeah. right, week 11. Yeah. Week 11. Mm. Week 11. So we saw them Chiefs and them Cowboys play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got real, Joe. It did. It got really real, son. Yeah. So uh, the Cowboys. So did we learn more about the Cowboys or the Chiefs during that game? What do you think? Uh, I, I, I we learned more. We learned a lot about I think both of these defenses. Aren't, aren't both of these defenses better than we probably thought they were? Uh, I would say that yes and no, okay, no. Okay. All right, no. Okay. I think that Tyron Smith was out. Okay, yeah. And you know, and I think that. Uh, I think that Chris Jones showed that Zach Martin ain't really that elite anymore. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like Chris Jones kind of like, it's just like, nah, bro. You too little. You too little. Yeah, Inside, yeah. outside. And I think ever since Frank Clark's been back for them and he slid on the inside, they've been a different team. Because Frank Clark, you know, he's had his run-ins with the law. He's had legal issues to where he's missed part of the season. Yeah. And it's like, you know, either he's in jail or, <laughs> you know, it goes yeah. back to Michigan. Yeah, you know, it's it goes. Always, it's always been that yeah, yeah. You know, he that's why to... he was like, a, that's why he went in the third day with like, 
like first round type of talent. Yeah, but, but even know. it seems like with the, his uh, stint with the Chiefs, he seems to step up whenever they need it. Like when they're going into yeah. the playoffs, he seems to but, gear you know, up for the playoffs. It seems like yeah. uh, Chris Jones has taken over that mantle as the dominant, uh, the dominant DT out of, of out of Mississippi State. Sorry, Fletcher Cox is no longer you. Well, even but, you know, but yeah. Jeffrey Simmons, he's watching. He's coming. Oh, he's Simmons watching. is coming. He's watching. He's the most talented. And it's one. like, and yeah. I don't think that uh, I don't think that Jones's reign will be as long as Fletcher Cox is if, mm. if Jeffrey Simmons has something to say. Yeah, for a while now, Chris Jones has been the number two pass rushing DT behind Aaron Donald. But, yeah, and even but to me, but he's also the guy that it's like, in, in reality, if you took like, and Chris Jones, he was one of the guys. You know, I loved him in high, in college, mm. but to me, it's just. If he went to Alabama, he wouldn't went first round. But you know, mm-hmm. guys like that just slip through the cracks because it's like, yeah, it's SEC, but we really mean Alabama and LSU, yeah. and only good LSU teams. You know, it's like because yeah. sometimes we'll dismiss you yeah. to where we don't, you ain't, you ain't anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but I, it's one of those things that I think that you know, Tyron being out. Frank Clark was going to do his thing, so Chris Jones was definitely going to do his thing to the tone of, I want to say he was definitely AFC Player of the Week, three and a half sacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, it's like dominant, interior, dominant, from the dominant interior. Yeah, yeah, performance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and I'm pretty sure there's some Cowboys fans that don't really watch football like that, okay. but now they know, they'll know who Chris Jones is. And that's what I was hearing on the radio, like Chris Jones, like they were talking about breakout like for his career or no, something. Chris what are you Jones talking about? Like parental, like, yeah, he already like, got paid. He already got Chris paid. Chris Jones got paid, yeah. and it's like, really, it's like, Oh, I only know about Aaron Donald because I don't really know anything about football. And, and to me, that's what it is. It's like people are only now hearing him because Aaron Donald's the premier defensive tackle. And yeah, people don't like, even know who the number two guy or number three, yeah, but, him and know, Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Are, yeah, well, yeah. to me, Fletcher Cox is kind of on, on the, the down, downside, and downside yeah, yeah. you know. Mm. And to me, even, you know, and people are used to Khalil Mack. Aaron Donald, but even Khalil Mack, you can look at the stats, man. It's been about three, four years since he's had double-digit sacks. Yeah. So, you know, as, as, as everybody thinks it was dumb for Oakland to get rid of him, if, if they drafted better, they could have made it work. And they got Max Crosby, and they're paying a lot less money for Max Crosby. So yeah. if you're going to be losing like the Bears or losing like the Raiders, at least you have a young talent yeah. Max Crosby moving forward mm. to where it's like, I don't really feel like the Bears look that bad on that deal. But Chris Jones, guess what? He's been here. Okay. He's been here. So you think like, Kansas City's defense, they, they showed better than they actually are. That's what you think. I think they showed better than they are uh, I, I I do but it's but the thing is they have they don't have because to me in that second level of their defense they have nothing yeah that's the, that's you know the weakness is the second they, they, level but you know but they have they have in the a great se- secondary, secondary have a lot of good if you pieces, have a Frank yeah. Clark and a Chris Jones up front mm. that's good enough but it's just in the middle because Willie Gay I don't he really hasn't turned into the player that everybody thought I think he, he was, just now I think has been starting he's recently. just now starting yeah, to yeah. contribute yeah, yeah. And, you know and I think he's been in and out of the lineup but yeah. you know they've been doing it with Damian Wilson and Anthony Hitchens and you know all these throwaway Cowboys yeah. you know and it's like and they try and they made it work but but that second level, they never had anything. So yeah. I don't think that anybody's ever said that they have a terrible defensive line. Yeah. They have a terrible secondary. Yeah, they, it's yeah. just that they don't have no linebackers that you can really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think really stick out. And until Willie Gay makes that move, yeah, then I don't. Then nobody will really t- look at them as a threat. But if you win the line of scrimmage, you're always going to win. All right. And then the Cowboys defense. Do they show something to you? The Chiefs started out offense like, oh, is it going to be one of those days? But then second half, the pass rush got to them a now, little bit. Because to me, yeah. the only teams that really scare me going up against the Cowboys are the guys that. If you have a competent quarterback and a running back that punches you in the mouth, yeah, and the Chiefs uh, you know do not have that. And to yeah. me, they have a scat guy, and to me, because it was the game that they decided, all right, no, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is our guy, mm. you know, and they established him early and often. And to me, I think it would have been an uglier game if they decided to go with your boy Daryl Williams if he was really pounding the rock yeah, inside, yeah, yeah. Yeah. where it would it could have been it could have been real ugly. Mm. But to me, it's like as far as Cowboys defense, it's like Michael Parsons. Thank you for staying outside. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're showing that you're elite, and that you know that you'll never, ever, 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 ever 
be on the inside because yeah. it's like because that's a waste of your great pass rushing mm. skills. Like you know, so uh, I think that's that's what I've so, so it's shown me that Michael Parsons is definitely an edge guy for the rest of his life. And, yes, and yeah. that Chris Jones might be the best defensive tackle that, in football. That, that might where be he, the, where yeah. he's supplanted, where he's he's taken over Aaron Donald's uh, dominance by these. To me, that might be the biggest takeaway is Michael Parsons. Yeah, he's just an edge guy. You put him on. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yes, he may be good passing, uh, rushing the passer up the middle, but guys like that are supposed to be on the edge. Yeah, that's yeah. where they're most effective like, is on the edge. And you yeah. know, it's like, and it takes a what a Jason away and yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Yadis, Moss, uh, uh, Gross, Matos. Oh, those Matos. State guys, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's, you know, it takes all those elite pass rushes to be like, well, you're the shortest, yeah. so you're going to play linebacker. Yeah, it's like, oh. Like, that's what it would turn into. It's like, we have these two other guys who are going to be playing, yeah, starting like, in the NFL just, someday. Like, yeah. I know that yeah. away can run with you, yeah. but it just looked crazy for having him 6'6", six, six, yeah. playing middle linebacker, so you're just going to do it. Yeah. So, like, Michael Parsons, it showed that he really, sa- as great as he was at middle linebacker, he really sacrificed for the team, yeah. but, you know, just to get these other tall guys out here. Yeah, yeah. So, and, so, and I like the idea that, oh, he's a chess piece we can move him all around but his value is on that edge rushing the passer because he's a beast you know, he might be he's a 4-3 guy he could be, end up being the best ever Why, yeah yeah, and you know and, yeah. and now there are a lot of people who are talking four, three, about 4-3-40 guy fame. not a 4 yeah, 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 yeah. people yeah. are talking about oh he has a potential to be a Hall of Fame I'm like I was just like no shit you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's a first round like, pick to me, yeah. that's what I said I'm like all that means is you hit on your first <laughs> round pick yeah like, that's all that means yeah. and now you pray for durability yeah exactly that's all it is some guys they have three Pro Bowl seasons and they it's like, it's like, it's like yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like that means that you're you're good for another year, GM. Yeah. It's like you're all that to. means is your first round yeah, hit, you know, it's first like, round pick hit. If he's hurt, he, that's not on you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if he sucks, that's all on you. A you Hall know? of Famer is a first round pick that hits and has a relatively healthy career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And now you yeah. know, and I'm pretty sure that people are going to start to. It's going to start. They're going to start to hear it. Hmm. You think they're going to start hearing the the LT comparisons? The yeah, Lawrence yeah, Taylor? yeah. Because yeah. I think just because he's. You know, LT, what, I think he was a little bit taller, uh, a little bit bigger, but what, LT was maybe like 6'4", yeah, right around 250. 50, yeah. like, but he's like 6'3", you know, so I think that, that we're going to start to hear those comparisons yeah, more yeah. and more. But yeah, the, the way he's... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm and, and if way. you're going to compare him to one, the greatest, you know, at that position, you know, then why not keep him there instead of trying to make him come inside? Because like I've always said, like Brian Urlacher was wasted on the inside. As good as he was as a Chicago Bear, yeah. as great as he as good as he can run, he the versatility he showed rush. in college. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. the versatility he showed in college. The, he, the way the ability he could have had to rush the passer mm. and even in coverage would have allowed him to be on so, like you know as far as oh he'd be one of the only linebackers to have this many t- uh, picks and sacks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where it's like Nick, we'll never see anything like that again. Yeah. To where it's like his talent was wasted on the inside. And I think whenever they had a guy like Lance Briggs, it's like it was easy to to see that to make that swap because Lance Briggs is a bulldog. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. he's, a, he's a beast in the middle, but, you know. Lance Briggs. But use him right. <laughs> use him right. Use Michael Parsons right. Now, the way right. he closed space on Mahomes on the, one of those sacks, I'm like, I've, I've seen, I've habitually seen Mahomes separate from defensive linemen, defensive ends. I'm like, but Michael, that's the fastest person I've ever seen sack Mahomes is what all I'm right. trying to say. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, all right. Well, there's a little bit more going on out there than the Cowboys, so we're sorry, y'all. But, you know, we got that hometown bias, so y'all got to deal with it. Yeah. All right. So, Joe, all right, let's talk a little. NFC East. Let's yeah. talk about them Eagles. The Eagles are looking pretty good. Yeah. Ever since the best thing that ever happened is Miles Sanders get hurt and then they discover running game. Yeah, running what, what is that? Yeah, what yeah. is that? Whatever. I don't like your coaching style, Nick Seriata, but let's go. You mm. win it now. And I think that uh I think that, you know, with what's going on in New Orleans yeah. and the inconsistency of Minnesota and you don't know what you get with with, with San Francisco. I think yeah. they're in that mix. Oh yeah. To yeah. where it's like it's like where I think uh, New Orleans on the way down, Minnesota's just Minnesota. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 
I just think that they kind of got to pray that 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 Arizona and and these teams and these and and LA right, beat right, up right. on each other. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying to where they can play themselves into that position because if they're going up against the Reds, I mean, I'm sorry, the football team yeah. and the Giants, then I think they have a shot at making it as that as that sixth team. And I think that Jalen Hurts is scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now and, I do think I do have a problem where I'm hearing people question. Well, do the Eagles still need to get another quarterback? We don't know about this Jalen Hurts guy. I'm like, all right, hold on. To me. Do we know about Do we know about Justin Herbert? Do we know about Joe Burrow? I'm like, if I, Cause to I, me, it's like because because then say the same thing about those guys, or do we just know that he, they were first round? And picks, also, so if, they have the money invested if, in those comparing guys. Those guys you can't go elsewhere. And I don't even have to look at the stats. I'm sure his QBR is higher than both of those oh, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and, and to, but people only talk about QBR when they're putting up their favorite quarterbacks. When they're putting, yeah, pumping up their favorite quarterback. And I'm yeah. just wondering, it's like as well as like because he's outplaying those guys. Yeah, this yeah, year. yes, and, definitely. And to me, and if you look at the last month of the season, whose team's gonna make? It's the scariest to play against yeah. right now. I would say the Eagles are scarier than both. Both those other teams. What's first? The Eagles. First and foremost, their schedule is fairly easy going yeah. forward. Uh, I think they still have two games against the Giants. Yeah. yeah. But even like to me, more so than they look like a playoff team, they look like one of the more consistent teams in the league right now. You see their formula for winning. Yeah. I'm like, I think they can replicate. And when Miles that, Sanders yeah. comes back now, it looks like, oh yeah, you are the lead back. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, it's like what what's been going on? Like you know, it's like, but Jordan Howard, he's iffy this week, and yeah. I don't get how. How does Gangwell? How does a running back get hurt? Then Gangwell drops even further down the depth yeah, chart. Yeah, it's no. like, and to me, it's like, and I was was worried about that whole situation with Gangwell. Why well, I didn't really trust it because Miles Sanders kind of has your same skill set and he's a little bit bigger. Mm. But it's like, but you're like a dynamic receiver to where it's like I would just use you as a wide yeah, receiver yeah, yeah, this yeah. season. Yes. And then next year we can yeah, go I can come into back. some game plans like, yeah. with you being a yeah. slot the whole you know? game type of like, thing. To yeah. me, it's like I like you wide receiver more than uh more than uh Amari Rodgers in Green Bay. Like you know, I can see that. I can like, see you know, that. Just because runs better yeah, yeah because because yeah. i know you're a running back so it's, yeah. at least i can know i can use you that way yeah, yeah i don't yeah. necessarily know that about amari rogers yeah. but i feel like that they have that similar skill set and i think but uh i do think the eagles are a scary team moving forward and i think with that defense they they made drastic moves that looked a little questionable wherever they uh i want to say they just they ended up straight up cutting uh eric wilson Okay. Like they bench him and they cut him. Alex Singletary, who's Singleton, I'm sorry, who's been a surprise player the last two years. They just decided to bench him because T.J. Edwards, a guy who was a good player at Wisconsin, yeah. didn't do that well Test as a combine. Well, yeah, yeah. So he's one of those under the radar guys that nobody thought much about. Now he's turned into their their leader yeah, as yeah. far as their middle linebacker goes yeah. and who they want running these plays. So they're a different team than they were when the season started. I think this now weekend, their secondary suspect. So I don't trust anybody in that secondary outside Darius Slay. Like, you know the match just got paid. Huh? Vontae Maddox just got yeah, paid. I think if you, I think yeah, exactly. He's a nickel. Really, he's a nickel. Yeah. And if you drafted him, you probably love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think this weekend it kind of clicked for everybody that oh, Jalen Hurts has the potential to be not just a starting quarterback, an elite quarterback. See, and I think yeah. maybe because I have him as my fancy quarterback this yeah. year, and I'm just like, man, this still well, top six, still top to me, six. To me, to me, it's about uh, just his physical ability. Mm -hmm. If he hits, he's one of the most physically gifted quarterbacks in the NFL, and yeah. people, it's it, that escapes for his people for. And reason. I don't think, and yeah. I don't feel like he has those those terrible passing games. Like even no. like a Lamar Jackson, he's does. a better you know passer than Lamar, Lamar Jackson at this stage. It's in his like career. some games, it's like 
it's like this dude just goes ten for ten at shooting free throws, and yeah. then the next day he'll go like you know he'll look like Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, you know where Jalen Hurts, it's like nah, I'm just a consistent. No, I'm like it's like no, you don't gotta worry about my mechanics falling off or yeah. anything like that, or me being sloppy with it. I you know it's like he's always gonna be a sixty plus percent. And yeah, and to me, go. people have thrown the word inaccurate with Jalen Hurts. He's never shown in the NFL to be anything but a perfectly that, accurate. The only, the only problem, yeah. it's just that he got benched for Tua, so now people and there's a, a stigma with that, yeah, yeah. and they just throw the label. Is he inaccurate? Does he not read defense? It's really he is risk averse. That was his problem more yeah. than anything. Two is going to take the big shots and he's going to win big games. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts was not that quarterback at that point in his career. But, but why would everybody just say it was real? It's like Tua came in as a left-handed quarterback. They wasn't ready for that. Yeah. They threw it to Devontae Smith. They didn't know who Devontae Smith was. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He hit him with two touchdowns mm. against Georgia. And they already played Georgia that year. But yeah, this like, whole thing was Jalen trying to shake that stigma from that national championship game. I think this weekend he did it. I think that's what happened this weekend. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's run through a little. Let's run through a little quicker uh, through these segments, Joe. All right. Now, uh, worst home loss this weekend, Buffalo getting blown out by Indianapolis or Tennessee uh, losing to Houston? I say the Tennessee loss is worse because at least we think Indy's a good team, right? Yeah. Buffalo lost to what we think is a good team, where Tennessee inexplicably lost lost to a a bad team that's going through what should be one of their worst years type of thing. And it looks like like without Derrick Henry, they're in serious trouble without having that running game. Uh, That defense has been playing very well, but if Houston can do that to you, then how good is your defense, really? Yeah. Like, uh, and 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 it, and it worries me because of who they're losing to this year. Yeah, like, you know, to lose to the Jets and lose to the Texans. Yeah, that that has to worry you as a Texans fan to where it's like you're like, please, Derrick Henry. Like, like when do they say is the closest day you can come back? It's all right. We're circling that day. because yeah. until that day, then I have no faith in this team moving forward in the postseason. Now, has this season told you anything about Ryan Tannehill? In your opinion, what, uh, what could, I, I he did what he could, but yeah. you know, but you know. Everybody's Freaky Friday movie ends. You know? yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And to me, it's like he came into Tennessee with the most dominant running back in the league, and yeah. A.J. Brown was there. Like He had a lot of talent around him, yeah. and now you're seeing that he doesn't It's almost like, talent. I want to see what Logan Woods like. <laughs> yeah. 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 I go that far because yeah. you know he went to Toledo, yeah. and I don't ride with nobody from Toledo. Yeah, but at this Logan point, Tannehill has 13 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. To me, my quarterback, I don't ever want your off year to look like that. Like, to me, I don't want one more bad look. week, you, yeah. I might really just have to bench you for a game to see – like just for you to get mental reps to realize that you're not playing good football. Yeah, and like, you know, or I would just be like, you know what? We need a different. It's like you're a running quarterback now. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're Cam Newton. I paid you. I will run you into the dirt. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. run you into the dirt. I'm gonna get my so money's get worth. Every, I'll get my I'm gonna money's get all my yeah. money's worth. But to please, me, please. I think for me, the maybe at this point in the season now, I've kind of seen Ryan Tantel is a bridge quarterback. He is. You need to he draft is. somebody else and have them developing Bring behind Mariota back, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, well, not really, but but I'm like, yeah, you need to invest some draft capital. In a quarterback, and you can Ryan Tannehill, yeah, can Early. be, yeah, can be your starting quarterback for the next two or three years while you develop somebody who can actually produce whenever your running game's not going and your number one receivers are in and out of the lineup. All right, now uh, we did say that the Tennessee loss is a little bit worse, but do you think it's time for people to panic in Buffalo to get blown out at home like that, or it's Eric? Whenever you lose to a bat, uh, to a good team, mm. like all it's showing that Indy's a good team, yeah, yeah, and it's like and Jonathan Taylor is a man, yeah, and people he's getting MVP talk this week, yeah. right? so good yeah, for him, as good he should, him. as he should. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into winners, losers, and them surprise motherfuckers. Surprise. But uh, so winner, as Jonathan Taylor, everybody's winner. 
yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, like Mary, like I was watching uh, Red Zone the other day. Mm. Mary definitely like was hearing the different games going. She was in the kitchen. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, do Janine Garofalo and Jonathan Taylor Thomas play on the same team?" <laughs> so I was Jim. just like, "Ha funny uh, '90s joke." Yeah, yeah. it's like talking football though. <laughs> All right, let's go. I like it. So yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas yeah, made, made an announcement that maybe I'm the best running back in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah it's yeah. like. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, just the two best running backs are second round draft picks. So, what does that tell you, right? Let's. Yeah, yeah it's like, those undervalued commodities. Like, to me. Your Aaron Joneses, your, your Alvin Kamaras. It's like, you're right. It's like, because if you're not running, if you're not, to me, Saquon makes sense because he hit all those boxes. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. look at him. He's hurt all the time. So, now you don't want to invest that much. Well, even, even to me, it had me thinking, like, it, it should be more the mindset let's develop our running game. Let's get the running game going with the mediocre running back before we spend capital. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Let's just show me a mediocre running back can put up uh, A1 running back stats. Now, let me draft the A1 running back to take you so if you're Elijah, if you're like the Niners, it's like, oh, I'll still draft a running back in the second round if, like, if, if I. I like Brees Hall and he drops there. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And goes, and that's what Elijah Mitchell, you second, yeah. you're my second bat. Yeah. And Trey Sermon, you my emergency. Yeah. But I know you can go for a hundred. It's like, like get, get, get like, Jeff Buff- Wilson, I ain't paying you. Like, you know. Like, it's like Buffalo, get to the point where Devin Singletary rushes for a 1,200 yards and the consecutive season. Now spend a fresh round pick on that running back. That type of He ain't yeah. that, man. He ain't yeah, that, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. All right, now, uh, losers, I think Dak. Yeah, Dak has yeah. to be the guy. I think he scored negative two points for me. I, Dak was so bad, I had Jonathan Taylor on my team, and I almost lost. That's how bad Dak <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah. And to me, this was a, a big deal for me because I wanted because I, I know he hears the whisper. Yeah, you yeah. thought this was like that. This yeah, is your, double. Show your time me. to shine. Yeah, like the bright lights and. And Tyron not being there is not going to help. Yeah, yeah, and to me, I'm like, Especially why? Is, like, we talked him up to where it's like, oh, yeah, it's like we saw what, how bad uh, Patrick Holmes looked in the Super Bowl out Eric Fisher and this. It's yeah. like, Dak, he could he could handle that. It's like, oh, maybe no, not. Maybe he, not. Yeah, maybe yeah. Not. And for some reason, the Kansas City defense is a, a riddle that you can't solve. I'm like, hey, yeah. Frank Clark yeah. and Chris Jones are beasts. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like, so I think it's easy to say that as a collective, mm. but if you start saying, naming the naming the people that you can't block, it's like, oh, yeah, and that's kind of Tell me how much they make oh, a yeah, year. It's, kinda, it's like, yes. <laughs> Frank Clark, yeah. high paid dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He went, he left Seattle for, to get a pay rate. Yeah. Chris Jones, I think Aaron Donald's only defense tackle have paid more than that. Tyron Matthew, you know, he want more money. But you know he's a veteran safety. Mm. Well, uh, what, what what is it? Uh, what's the dude? Sneed, uh, Linus, L- Ladarius Sneed, Ladarius Sneed, Ladarius like Sneed. One of the best, yeah. the best young. And even Juan Thornhill, them, yeah, play, yeah. And uh, Juan Thornhill, the best unknown like safety. Nick yeah. Sorensen, you yeah. know that that they got players. Yeah, yeah they, got they just players. don't got linebackers. Yeah. But you know, but in today's NFL, do you really need them? Play Sorensen more at linebacker. You know, mm. like it's like I just need one of you guys who can run. So I think. To me, look, go, moving forward, Willie Gay could be a problem to where he could be doing stuff. Yeah, so, I, I like Willie so, Gay and yeah. Nick Bolton going forward, but yeah. they have not arrived yet is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. now as far as your surprise guy. Man, Colt, the Colt. boy McCoy. Colt, the boy McCoy. The, the first thing to me, Cardinals are hands down the best team in the NFL, right? Yeah. Yeah, because their quarterback isn't even I think, I, I think that Cliff Kingsbury, go ahead and just give him coach, coach of the year. Coach of the right? year, yeah. Even this. All the haters, yeah, first eat crow. Thing, eat stop crow, right haters. Give him it right now for all the, the trash that has been talked about this eat man. Eat crow, yeah, haters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you Texas Tech fans, get him out of nah, here. Kyle is probably get not even hurt. Here. He's just like, I'm just going to show y'all who who's the architect of this right nah, here. Man, Kyle, no. hold my beer. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Like it's, yeah, you know, y'all dead wrong about this man Kingsbury. And like I've been saying, mm. 
Give me his mind over McVay's. Yeah, yeah, If he's doing this right now with Colt McCoy, McVay can't do this with Matt Stafford. I'll co-sign that because <laughs> now at this point, like, I think what I said before is that Sean McVay's highest career achievement is more impressive than Cliff Kingsbury. This is might be just as impressive as going to the Super Bowl. I don't think so. I, don't, I think that, yeah. I th- to me, I think Cliff Kingsbury being able to get Baker Mayfield at t- to Tech. Yeah. I think him being able to get uh, – to get Kyle, to get uh, – I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes to Tech. Mm. You know what I'm saying? To me, and for him to win the Heisman at Johnny Manziel, yeah. that's better than anything Sean McVay done. I, losing in a Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator and putting up a terrible performance is not as impressive as, as developing those three quarterbacks. For, for fooling the world and thinking that Johnny Manziel was great, mm. you know what I'm saying? For letting the world know that I found this quarterback from Austin as a walk-on that nobody else wants, and to let everybody know that I found the best quarterback in the world that nobody even knew about. To me... He's already a bigger genius than Sean McVay, and the rest of the world is just now finding out. Like, I, I respect the talent evaluation process, but I, I still have the Super Bowl thing. But I'm saying, what's happening right now with the Cardinals, that they're proving that they've developed into an all-around team. When even we, a lot of people thought Cliff Kingsbury is best, is going to be a great offensive guy, but he's going to be the same as these other offensive guys who are plagued by not being able to put together a good defense and not a well-rounded team. And he's kind of bucked that trend. Who, who is the other offensive guru who's just shown to be this great of a well-rounded head coach. Well, like, offensive guys like that never go. They never go pro. Yeah, they always yeah. stay in college because mm. they don't want that that jump. But know? I'm saying, like even a guy like Andy Reid has always shown himself to be lacking, and being an offensive group shown himself to be lacking in other areas. Yeah, but way. to me, it's yeah. like once Andy Reid came out before he even had Patrick Mahomes and told the whole world, he's like, I talked to. Cliff Kingsbury every week. Yeah. He's like, these college coaches are doing way more stuff than we're doing in the NFL. If y'all don't realize that the NFL is far behind the college game as far as offensive games go, then yeah. you don't know anything about football. Mm. That's what Andy Reid said years ago. Yeah. Years ago. So to me, Cliff Kingsbury's success, Andy Reid predicted it because he's like, this is the man I call yeah. to figure out some of this stuff. So, uh, you know, I just think that it's a testament and I know that you all, you weren't against him, but you just thought that maybe it was a little bit too much or I was crying him too early. But can we No, him? no. I, my thing is him? the McVay thing is that I, I still, like I said, still going to the Super Bowl as early as Todd Gurley in his career. and that defense. Yeah, and he's the offensive coordinator. And, and, then he, and he was only managed to score like three points in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's like I'm to like, me, it's like, and he's a product of Shanahan. Shanahan, he, a terrible Super Bowl for him too. Yeah. So it's like, so he has a, so he has a history of like, not only do I coach, my mentor chokes. It's like none of us could get it done when it happens. To me, I just think that for him to even be Kingsbury to be ballsy enough to go get Murray, you know, saying because I said that. If I ever had the opportunity to get Kyler Murray, I'm going to get him. Despite how short he is, despite all the haters out there saying this man should go play baseball, this man let it be known from day one, this is my guy and this is how we're going to build this team. Yeah, respect to that for bucking the trend. And maybe I need to apologize to Kime, the GM in Arizona, because I gave him so much shit for it. But I'm like, it's kind of lined up with Kingsbury being available, and he's like, okay, let me drop my coach after one year because this guy's available, and then he wants to bring in his quarterback. So, ah, fine. You're a good GM, I guess. I guess. Because yeah, it's like, because yeah. to me, it's like, it's like if the Cowboys are gonna have a decision to make. Because mm. guess what? If Kellen Moore leaves and becomes another great coach, it'll be a Sean Payton thing all over again. And then we're just gonna be looking at Mike McCarthy when he calls an inappropriate timeout, mm. whenever we have, we, you know, when we shouldn't. And we'll just be like, man, 
we kept the wrong guy. Because sometimes yeah. you just got to let these guys know. You know what I'm saying? Then mm. it's like, who would you rather have? That's what it comes down to mm. at a certain point in time. All right, but hats off to the Texas X, uh, Colt McCoy, yeah. and them uh, Arizona Cardinals. All right, around the league, Joe, I don't know if you heard the story about Matt Nagy getting fired, then he wasn't fired, and now they're talking about he's supposed to get fired after the game. They came out and said the reports weren't accurate. Mm. Do you think Matt Nagy going to finish the season as the quarterback? Finish the season. <laughs> like, will he last till Black Monday? No, no, probably not, because yeah. there are those now, in the history of the Bears, they've never fired a coach in season. Mm -hmm. Never in the history of the Bears franchise. And I'm just in, in uh, principle, I'm against it. But like I said, there's already murmurs of it. Maybe that's why they. Maybe he will stay because that's why they're only murmurs. So okay. uh, if they've never fired a coach, uh, I, I guess so. But he's out of there right after the season. Yeah, we know he has that to be. Sure. He yeah, has yeah. to be. Their best. The best they looked was whenever he was sick with COVID. Yeah. Well, the best that Justin Fields looked in. I think moving forward, if you draft Justin Fields that high, he is your future. Yeah. And you have to invest in somebody and, and like he's that. He's shown some yeah. big play potential so thus far this season. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Zach Wilson finally returning from injury this week uh, mm -hmm. to start against the Texans. Yeah. Uh, now, do you think that the success of Mac Jones is putting way more pressure on Zach Wilson than anybody expected? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the narrative to me is is false. I think people are like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Some people always knew. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my thing. So, like I said, I, we had question marks about Zach Wilson coming in. But I think people are shitting on him because he's injured. It's like he did have a great game already oh, this yeah, season. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's football. played good football already. But people act like, oh, he's injured. He's all been hey, all bad. Me, Look, pick, at hey, Look at the stats. Look at the stats. I'm mm. pick, I got a league where I'm going to pick him up. Yeah. I ain't going to start him. Yeah. I ain't going to start him. Yeah. But to me, it's like the way that I saw Mike White play, the way yeah. that I saw Josh Johnson play, yeah. like this guy got some good – and the way I saw Flacco play. Yeah. That's some good mental reps right there. You know what I'm saying? He saw a lot of good football yeah, watching, yeah. From, watching from the bench from the, from a lot of these old heads. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Guys who have been through it all. So, to me, I'm like, I see big things, and I think that that should help him a lot in the future. But I think that the fact that uh, – They've already lost twice to New England. Mm. That shadow is going to loom until they play against New England next year. Yeah. So it's like that. That you can't you can't even worry about that right now if you're Zach Wilson. Yeah. You just got to worry about I need to have a four touchdown game better than Mike White's, and mm. then it's like then my second best performance needs to be better than Josh Johnson's yeah. performance, and then it's like and then like uh, do what you need, to, need do to close this. the season out yeah. like a uh, couple of Joe Flacco like show games, that you're you know, the quarterback so, with the so, most yeah. potential on yeah. this roster. Yeah. Show them that you're because you know because yeah. we know the arm talent's there and we know that yeah. you can make the ridiculous throws when you want to. We don't know if you can do it when yeah. you have to. But uh, all I know is that Mac Jones has shown, you know, he's proved to be very, very smart guys as far as analyzing. Yeah, yeah. Right and, you know, but but I, I think the narrative is skewed. I think people are too, maybe too high on Mac Jones a little bit because the Patriots don't ask him to do all that much, especially in terms of throwing the ball downfield. And then because we haven't seen Zach Wilson in a while, it's the narrative is just, remember, he's bad at football, guys. Remember? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But and you know then they'll bring up all the the negative things that we said <laughs> yeah, before like, the draft. Like, wait, 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 wait. Now y'all kicking him when he's down. Yeah. It's like I don't even want you to use my information now. <laughs> yeah. That was just during the draft process yeah. for y'all to realize how good Mac Jones was. Mm. I, mean, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't shit on a kid. All right, I bet. All right, so uh, as far as oh Jason Garrett, yeah, fired. This is what I want to talk about. I want to hold the whole show on So what's next? What now? Well, Joe, we've already yeah. talked to – got a lot of stuff to talk about <laughs> not that much time. And I know you would love to go all, all – no, no, That's kind of uh, joking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but Jason Garrett, mm -hmm. what's next for Jason Garrett? What do you think that he, he can possibly do? High he, school football coach. Friday Night dude. Lights, baby. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> now here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So you've been seeing – you remember like back in the days, like Romo's last years, it's like, oh, we're going to the Duke game. Me and, like, you know, rubbing shoulders with Coach K. It's yeah. like – Next coach at Duke. 
Oh. Succeed David Cutcliffe. Yeah, that'd David be a good Cutcliffe spot for him. Is, uh, is planning on retiring. That's what the rumors are right now. Okay. Uh, you know, he's a Princeton guy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about winning games there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's an NFL guy. Yeah, yeah. So he has those connections. Yeah. So I'm thinking uh, next coach at Duke. Or somewhere is a scout in the Cowboys. No, no, he could be like he could be there at Duke for a very long time. But honestly, he's a Princeton guy. He'll probably be in somebody's front office somewhere or something like yeah. that. Maybe not even making football decisions, but but he'll be back here doing that. I would yeah, because yeah, yeah. Jerry loves him. But I'm like because you are quarterback and you played for so long and you have an Ivy League degree, there you're gonna have a job, an NFL job somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's but the fact that he didn't choose to go into the workforce and chose to be a football lifer yeah. lets you know that he probably don't want that. Yeah. He don't he don't like suits. He's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? It's mm. like I went to Ivy League school because my dad coached at Princeton and then he coached at Columbia and then when he got fired I went back to Princeton. It's mm. like, you know, it's like Ivy League was just expected because that's the household I live in. But you know, yeah. to me I just went to college. Mm. Like, yeah. All right, but all right, games to watch. All right. Uh Cowboys, Vegas. Uh yeah. Cowboys favored by a touchdown. Uh they're saying C D Lamb should be back. Uh what do you think? You think the Cowboys can rec- this is a bounce back game. Yeah, that's right? what I'm thinking. You can't take an L like they got they lost and not recover from that. So I think that I think that the the Raiders should be scared. Yeah, yeah I do too. I think I, think, off, I can see offensive explosion, and I don't really care which receivers out there because I think Cedric Wilson could go off. Yeah. I think that Michael Gallup could go off. Mm. I think that Dalton Schultz could go off. I mm. think that Tony Pollard could. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I pick your poison. It's like I don't because I don't believe that the Raiders have anybody on their defense that's really like shut down enough to even st- to just stop the flow of our offense, regardless. And I nah. think that with with CD getting hurt during that game, I do think that it kind of messed things up because. These guys got targeted more than they would be expected to, but I think with a short week of practice, they're ready. Now, does the Raiders' pass rush scare you the way Kansas City kind of got to Dak? They do have Max Crosby and Yannick Ngokwe, who are both playing pretty good uh, football My whole thing season. is I want to yeah. see how they play because Tyron's supposed to be back. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to. So, so that would be a difference. If supposed to be back, yeah. then it's a whole different team. Mm. And this is going to be the first time Tyron's back with McGovern in there, right? Yeah, As yeah. the starter instead of Connor Williams being out there. Now, another thing I was thinking, do you think that they bench Connor Williams? Because it's like, look, man, we need an answer at left tackle. And it's like, and there's really not the diff- a difference between you and McGovern. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like so. Yeah. You're you're our backup left tackle. All right, you're a backup yeah, yeah. left tackle. You're a backup guard. It's like, but it's like, but could you see, do you think this could be a thing where you could see moving forward if if Tyron was to go down again, we could possibly see Connor be the. Left I tackle? I would hope so. Yeah. I don't put I don't trust that coaching staff that much to make a good decision like that. Yeah. I think uh, with the uh, Connor Williams getting benched has to do with the penalties a lot. I think they kind of esteem them to be very similar players. I'm like, yeah. well, at least he's not getting all these holes. But get in here. Yeah, it's Let like get... all right. It's like I'm benching you for a less penalized version of yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're that big. It's like y'all are the same guy to me. Yeah, yeah. Y'all's names exactly. are both. Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Connor one, Connor two. Yeah. It's like, I, and I don't care how to mix. And it, it might be a thing where I think, well, you're getting a reputation now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's pull you out so that so at least they won't be looking so hard at okay. this person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. but all right. Now uh, another interesting game on Thursday. You know, you do have Buffalo, New Orleans, but I think that. New Orleans, well, I guess you could say mm. if you look at both, it looks like they're both on a downward trend. Yeah. But at least New Orleans, you can look at the reasons and see why yeah. they're on a downward trend. So uh, Kamara's out this game, you know, and I, with Simeon in there, I know yeah. they're over here talking about Taysom Hill getting 40 to $90 million depending on if he's a quarterback or tight end. I don't know if that's doing anything because <laughs> it's like he's definitely not a quarterback because Trevor Simeon starts over. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know I'm like, so how are you $90 million? How was it? Yeah. If Trevor Simeon starts over. So I guess anyways, this, yeah. anyways. But I think that'll be an interesting game to watch. Is there anything else you're interested in as far as yeah music? Tampa Bay and Indiana I, this yeah. is a strong weekend yeah, for yeah. NFL football I think it's just because it's that time of the year to where teams are established and we know 
the kind of the pecking order of yeah, things, yeah. like you know, yeah. to where who's a playoff team. So yeah, I think that Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati, uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh game, yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay, Indy should be a good one. Mm. You know, Jonathan Taylor, like you know, the the young possible MVP, maybe yeah, him yeah. and Peyton Manning are fighting for MVP. For I mean, I'm sorry, Tom Brady, Tom Brady and. Uh, and, my, uh, what, and Jonathan once, Taylor fighting yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just saw Indy, and you know, mm. you know, that's the boy Peyton. All yeah, right, LA Rams versus the Packers. To me, Justin, uh, with the, the Harvest coming off his best performance of the season. Yeah. So yeah, and, you know, he's definitely looking forward to this game. Yeah, being, I'm sure uh, he is. being in California now, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of Rogers fans out there, and mm. him being a West Coast kid, Pac-12 Pac-12 kid, kid, yeah, you know, for it's sure, like for sure. everybody looks up to Rogers in that region. Mm. And that Sunday night game, Baltimore, Cleveland, you know, the battle for the old Browns. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like uh, it's quarterbacks playing for contracts saying, right there. Yeah. yeah, it's like Baker don't deserve one. Lamar yeah. definitely does. Yeah, but to me, both the like. To me, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm Cleveland, I'll go get Mitch Trubisky because I, I know that meathead's a, a Brown diehard yeah, Brown yeah. fan. You know, and, he, and he, mean, like he said, cry when you sign him. Problem with Mitch Trubisky is just he shouldn't have been drafted over Deshaun Watson or yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I was bad. He's a guy you can develop. Just like, he just loved, He yeah. just went pro because it's like, oh, I'm better than Deshaun yeah. Kaiser. Oh, snap. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, it's like, look where I ended up. Yeah, I didn't say yeah. I was better than all the Deshauns. I just yeah. said one Deshaun. Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah. Deshaun Kaiser. Wrong Deshaun, it. guys. Wrong Deshaun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, but. Mm. Okay, Joe. Now, uh, 120% chance Lamar's going to play. He said he's not missing this game. Okay, okay. So we'll see that. All right, let's go ahead and move into some college football real quick. We yeah. are limited on time, so let's go through this a little bit quick. Okay. Pac-12, uh, they lose. Mm-hmm. Oregon loses. That's yeah. their that's their chance. Yeah, yeah. They're out. Yeah. No playoff for you. No soup for you. Yeah, no soup for you. So this is the fifth straight year. Mm. Pac-12 team has not been involved. Yeah. Do we need to get some uh, EPL soccer rules in here where we need to start relegating okay, these teams? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because guess what, man? Mm. That's unacceptable. Five years is unacceptable? It's unacceptable. Yeah. Because to me, it's like, but it's really because the way that this conference works, the way that all these teams work is on a discriminatory basis. Yeah. To where it's like, if you're not USC yeah. or UCL or Oregon yeah. or UCLA, we don't care. Yeah. We don't care. We don't want you in here. Uh, you're not a blue blood. You won't travel yeah. like these other teams will yeah. travel. And this is all USC's fault. You're supposed to be perennially good. And, and the yeah. thing is, they yeah. should have been this good. And to me, it's mm. like, I don't think Graham Harrell has coached well enough to even keep that job. Yeah. I think he should probably be gone. Mm. Uh, I think he should be a quarterback in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Come over here. Yeah. Mike McCarthy coached you. I'd love to see you over here on the staff if we lose Kellen Moore. You know, even mm. come here. And Develop some more. Come on. Yeah. You know, come on. We'll, we'll, we, you got talent here. Mm. But, and, but I just think that the way that Keontae Ingram started running the ball at the end of the season mm. with them, like, you know, versus how little he used him at the beginning, just yeah. how little that they ran the ball, period, you know, to have those dynamic receivers. I just felt like you had enough weapons on offense to where nobody should really be Yeah, happy. those are still four- yeah. and five-star guys on yeah. that roster. There's no and reason just, that you should have this and such a competent quarterback. It's almost like, it's almost like he has the greatest playbook in the world oh, yeah. but doesn't know how to call And also call Slovis has fallen off this year, and I don't blame Slovis at all. I do yeah. not blame Slovis and at all. And scouts don't either. Yeah. They're saying scouts. They're saying that Slovis is actually leaning towards going, going pro wrong. over transfer. I'm like, because you look at that situation, yeah. you, obviously it's not the quarterback's yeah. fault. There's something inherently wrong with that program where yeah. they can't put out a winning product year in and year out. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, now Sark, he's, have you heard what he said? He said he thinks that he's going to have you, to open up yeah. that, uh, that quarterback competition. Now, uh, now yeah. is the starting quarterback at Texas on that roster right now? Yeah, and he probably didn't play a snap this season either. Who is it? You think it's Murphy? Or, Murphy's oh, sorry, in, not Murphy's in high school Coming right now, right? in this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, then, uh, I don't. I, I don't know. It's hard to say. To me, is it Casey Thompson showing himself to be a bit of a turnover, turnover pro guy? Or I, I, no, I just think that. 
Like, I don't, I just think that there are games where it's like, Thompson, you played well, but you didn't play well enough to hold on to it. And it's yeah. not really your fault. Yeah. I should have coached you better. Yeah. But you could have, you know, it's like you missed one play. I know you threw five touchdowns today. Yeah. But you left that sixth one out there, and we needed that sixth one. I know it was Kansas. Yeah. And the defense should have stopped Kansas. Yeah. But I needed that sixth touchdown. Yeah. You I needed you to stand him on quarterback. So, to step where up it's like, I, I don't think that, I don't think that guy's on the team. You don't think so? No. Mm. And I, you know I don't. Why? Quinn Ewers. Transferred. Coming, coming back. Bro, coming, coming back bro. home. He, come, he, go. he, 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 sees the he got in the game. You saw he got in the Michigan State game? I saw. Yeah, I think that's I the first that. time he got in the game. They applauded him and everything. Yeah. But, you know, he's a four string guy over there. Yeah. Man. Can't be happy. It's like, I'm like, know, and it's, and it's not a knock on him. Stark, his Stark needs a guy. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like, if he if he had, if he can't beat out Kyle McCourt, yeah, and he can't beat out Jack Sawyer, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? If the writing's on the wall, man. That ain't, and, that ain't and, a spot for and you. this is not a knock on Quinn Ewers. This yeah. is what we said was going to happen. Those guys are just as blue chip as you are, man. Yeah, because yeah. you know your quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, yeah. Who I wanted to be my quarterback, but you know, definitely didn't draft him quick enough. Yeah. Uh, messed that one up. But congratulations! Championship I know you have a championship game yeah, against Bryce Young. Yeah. You know, we'll talk about who that knows matchup. What happen, you know? Who knows what happened? Yeah, you know, but you know, of course, the two best quarterbacks in the country mm. playing against each other in your in our college football fantasy. Yeah. All right now, but yeah, I think Quinn Ewers versus Malik Murphy, we'll see that matchup okay. in the spring. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, we'll just get a it's just gonna be a better quarterback room. Hudson Carr, nice knowing you. <laughs> That's like, you know, or he might turn into a wide receiver because I know he played a little bit of wide receiver before uh because uh, because you know the the yeah, great quarter yeah. the great line of quarterbacks Lake Travis you know it's like yeah. some guys if he, you're athletic enough to go on the outside you go on the outside yeah, but yeah. I don't know if he's so diehard UT that he's going to do that maybe you go to UTSA I think he'll go somewhere UTSA, that'd be you know what I'm saying because Frank Harris that senior quarterback actually doesn't look bad you should probably check him out mm. I have him as like. He might get into one of those. He won't get into the senior. Oh, role. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I, yeah. Yeah. Zero, yeah. 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 Skills. He got yeah. skills. Yeah. I, I I like him more than I liked Kellen Mond, but mm. you know, oh, I'm not a Mond fan. Yeah. Oh, I'm, nah, that, yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. But uh, yeah. yeah. But I think Quinn Ewers, Malik Murphy, and uh, Casey Casey Thompson made the best man win. Okay. And I think that'd be an excellent competition. I think Malik Murphy probably be a red shirt. Uh, you know, and when we'll find out if Malik Murphy's good enough to. If he's going to beat out Ewers, we'll see who transfers at the end of next spring, yeah, right? That's Whoever that's leaves that. at the end of the spring is the biggest loser, right? You, know <laughs> you are that's the it. biggest loser, yeah. All right. Now, Florida dismisses Dan Mullins. Uh, man, Mullins a good coach, man. He's a good hey, coach, man. Hey, man, everybody – I heard somebody. It's like ever since Marco Wilson threw that cleat, yeah. five and nine, bro. Oh. Five and nine, bro. <laughs> yeah. so, so, Marco Wilson threw that cleat against LSU, right? Because then they pretty much have the game won. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Then, yeah, then yeah. The, yeah. Five and nine since the cleat throwing. Mm. Yeah. And he's only like 15. And what do you do with – it's like, dang. It's That's like, the, he was like 29 and six or something. Because to, like to me, it's like maybe you went with Felipe Franks too long. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like Definitely. maybe Trask was that guy, and we didn't know from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but – we always know that it's like you. And that's the thing. It's like he doesn't have a quarterback. Like he's developing his quarterbacks. They're getting better, but he hasn't developed somebody who can lead them to. You, well, and maybe the yeah. problem is like yeah. if you can get a Dak Prescott, yeah, in Mississippi yeah. State. He hasn't had the guy. Where's my Dak Prescott? Yeah, yeah. It's like because the stars tell me that Felipe Franks was going to be that guy. You know what? Dan Mullen, his mistake is he took too much time trying to develop Emory Jones. That's he took. He tried to develop Emory Jones, and he should have just given up on him and tried to recruit over him sooner because Emory Jones sat on the bench for three because there was a time where Emory Jones he's that same he's from Georgia same class as Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields I think when 
Maybe he wasn't ever a director in front of Lawrence, but he was directing in front of Fields. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was. Oh, so it, Fields was like, it, like eventually jumped in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, so he's one of those guys who fell in love with a sophomore quarterback yeah, in yeah, high school yes. and said, "This is my guy." Yes, exactly. It's exactly. like because I'm at Florida and I got that type of pull. I recruit sophomores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Like, and I don't care about junior, senior growth. Yeah, I think that's exactly. He fell in love with Emory Jones when he was like a sophomore in high school. That's like, hey, yeah. you know what? But that's what happens at your schools like Texas, mm-hmm. USC. It's like all your logo institutions. Because I can get anybody I want. Everybody you want. So yeah. you go and tell the greatest fifteen-year-old you've ever <laughs> seen in your life that he's got a full ride. Yeah. Like these other guys ain't lifting weights for the next yeah. two years. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, just three years. Yeah. It's like, but you gonna tell me that? Yeah, he got it. Mm. It don't work like that. Mm. It's like these kids are growing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You tell me it's like, nah, this fifteen-year-old though. This yeah. 15, nah. Bro. And Emory Jones. I'm now just thinking about it because Emory Jones he, he flashes. Big, yeah, he flashes, yeah, man. Six touchdowns yeah, last week, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm like, so he's enough to get you fired. He flashes just enough to get you fired. So now yeah. as far as uh, the next Florida coach, do you got anybody in mind? Who do you think? You think Wayne's going to run over there? Or you think that he's going too hard for the Arch Manning for him to bail? Uh, that's what I think like it is. Game. Yeah, I think he wants more Arch Manning more than he wants another job right yeah. now. And that's the only reason. And, it's like, and if over. I can't get Arch, then everybody call me. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But this is like, but if I can get Arch and keep Arch here, then mm. I'll leave after Arch. But exactly. I'm, I'm yeah, getting yeah, Arch. Yeah, that's it's the like, only way. My best chance to get Arch is staying right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like to me, like I think we've talked about this that's another big time coaching job that's open and there just aren't a lot of great great candidates mm-hmm. I don't know what is this the offseason where a lot of NFL assistants get some calls uh, out Bill O'Brien might make that quick jump because yeah. he had success at Penn State yeah. he's under the saving tree so yeah. those guys are always and you even see a, a guy Ryan. like James Franklin who's had a rough two years of Penn State is getting in conversation for these top top jobs yeah, but like, he's yeah. I think he's from Pennsylvania yeah. so it's like it's one of those things that you really don't think that he'll leave mm. if he was to leave I could see Penn State even being like, all right, then we'll take Mullen. I think he's yeah. from Pennsylvania. Switch too. He's from like that. to me, Mullen, should, him getting five, he should be a candidate for these other top jobs too. Well, man. if I'm Mullen, yeah. I'd chill for a year, go do some TV for a little bit, mm-hmm. get my face out there. But for all we know, Urban Meyer, his boy, yeah. he'll, he'll have a job. He'll probably be an analyst. I heard Mullen's never been in the NFL before. Yeah, but yeah. Urban Meyer hasn't either. But Urban Meyer had him at Bowling Green, yeah. Utah, Florida. That, it just like, makes you me know wonder saying? does he, so, is this, like, because some guys, their goal is just, I want to be a college coach in one of these big programs. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like, like Sark, like remember Sark, he he hadn't been an NFL guy, but whenever he lost the job at USC, yeah, he got okay. hired on okay. as an analyst yeah, for yeah. the rest of the season. I got and you. Then, you know what I'm saying? He has it's a soft place like, to land. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, the thing yeah. is, if he gets in in the season, then it's not a thing for him to be a quarterback coach next year if he comes in this season as an analyst. Mm. So I'm just saying, it's like, why sit on your ass whenever you can go, yeah, yeah. go to work Especially. for Urban Meyer? Because I'm pretty sure Urban's probably already called him. It's like, I got something for you to do. And so you can help me out, help me develop Trevor. I'm pretty sure he has some type of relationship with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and honestly, it's a learning experience for him. You've never been in the NFL before. You know, maybe something. you love it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, and uh, it's a great experience to help develop Trevor Lawrence. That's yeah, just yeah. that just be fun. Yeah, that's that type what of I just said. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said it. Okay. I was saying, good point. <laughs> I'm great. I'm great, Joe. Okay. I am great. Now, uh, I would love him to be a TCU guy, but it sounds like that they're stuck on Sonny Dykes. And the way the SMU's been playing ever since they fired Gary Passon, he wants this job because he ain't even coaching no more. Yeah. SMU just I'm, a, I'm like, zoned out. The way yeah. they play I'm against Cincinnati, out, he's like, it's like you, can see, oh. you can see his purple shirt under his under his SMU, red, white, and blue. It's like, he's like, oh, hold up. Was it a big deal, the style points for Cincinnati against SMU for you? No, I just think that the way the SMU's been playing ever since Scunny Dykes has been yeah, yeah, on this. On this, that doesn't help. Us yeah, it doesn't at all. No, mm. no, I don't think it does. It's. Like, I think once SMU lost to Houston, mm. that it was kind of it was kind of over for them. We're a perennial powerhouse. What yeah. are you talking about? All right, Joe. All right, Weekly Heisman. Who you got? Who's your guy? Who's your guy? Man, I'm going with the uh, the uh, Louisville quarterback, Mikael Cunningham. Mikael Cunningham. If you play college fantasy football, you've seen that 74. Yeah, I like yeah. it. 
That's like I have anybody put up did Lamar Jackson ever put up a seventy four point game? I don't know. Like I can't seven, remember. Like, uh, but they're saying this is the second, yeah. only the second time yeah. quarterbacks ever had three hundred and two hundred. Yes. Do you know the last, you know the first person? Can't can't know. You won't Who? guess it. I won't guess it. I have no, no idea. Won't. No, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the, I, no, no. The Artful Dodger from... No, no, no. I don't know. Marcus Tuiasasopo. Oh, Marquis. Not Marquis. Marquis Tuias. Not, not the one that played baseball. Okay, not Marcus. Matt. That's okay. Matt. Oh, yeah, Matt yeah, yeah. Tuiasasopo. Okay, yeah. Oh, but yeah, yeah Marquis Tuiasasopo yeah. at Washington as a junior. You know, uh... Showed him them skills, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because remember, I was kind of mad when the Cowboys drafted Quincy Carter. I'm like, well, yeah, he got someone still out. There. Yeah, that's. I remember, I think he was kind of, at some point he was because he's the same draft as Drew Brees. Some yeah, point, it was, yeah, it was it was because uh, yeah, I want to say it was Michael Vick, Drew Brees, yeah. Quincy Carter, two Yasa so far. I yeah. think those were the four guys to mm-hmm. go in there. All right, uh, yeah, all right. I think that seven touchdowns at 300, 200, you got to give it to him. But yeah. we'll talk about that real Heisman now, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, now you get the CJ, weekly, yeah. CJ Young. Versus, uh, I mean, CJ Stroud versus yeah, Bryce Young. Yeah. All right, you're going against Bryce Young in yeah. your championship. They going head to head for this Heisman on that real, real. Yeah. I think uh, Kenny Pickett's going to be a finalist, but that's just because. So it's like, so now that it's getting real and the season's almost over, mm. we ain't going to hear about Kenny Pickett no more until the draft, right? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, sorry, it's done. Now everybody's like, after the six touchdowns in the first half, mm. you know, for CJ Young. Like you know, if they let him play one more one more quarter, yeah, then yeah, then he could have ran away with the Heisman right yeah. then and there. But they didn't want to do that. Yeah. It's like, don't worry, we got Michigan next week. We are gonna save you from yeah, Michigan, you. you know. Save and then he's gonna go, have go to rematch. He's yeah. gonna have to rematch one of these guys in the Big Ten championship, right? Hmm. So he has two opportunities to put a whooping on somebody. Okay. Uh, so, who do you got for the Heisman between those guys? Uh, Looking forward, who do you think? I think Bryce Young has the best stage because they'll be if playing Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, because they're not supposed to win that game. If you beat Georgia, then you are the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see that trials, all you can do is lose to Michigan. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's like so. Pretty much, if 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 Bama wins, then Bryce Young wins the Heisman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't if, even have to set if, the world does, on fire. It doesn't even matter if Bama loses in any type of way. Then it's CJ Stroud. Pretty Stroud's much, pretty much. If CJ Stroud goes yeah, undefeated, yeah. I do appreciate. I feel like Bryce Young has been the more consistent quarterback yeah. this year. Like I said, CJ yeah. Stroud has been the better quarterback since on October. Yeah, 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 yeah. Without without a doubt, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I do appreciate the consistency. But like I said, the table's set. Like uh, Bryce Young, if you win, play decent. It's yours. CJ Stroud, I'm like, uh, it, it, it's you expected to perform well in these next games. Don't F it up basically Yeah, yeah. And you know And I think that we're, We were pretty spot on Because I think Before the year started I think that I had C.J. Stroud to win the Heisman Yeah I, I believe that that's Who my guy was mm. And y'all can check the shows Check the records I ain't <laughs> lying I, yeah, yeah. Like I keeps it real Because mm. y'all would remember The next episode When I came in crying Because I <laughs> got late to my draft And I couldn't draft C.J. Stroud And then Joe got him And Joe yeah. was very happy about that Yeah yeah Because Joe was like Oh I thought I was going to get Bryce Young But C.J. Stroud Here felt I come to me, Felt to felt me. To me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so, uh, game of the week michigan ohio state yeah. uh the big game yeah uh joe growing up a michigan fan do you still always want michigan to win this game um yeah i think i do well lately because they haven't been winning okay. at all yes. you're so, yeah because you're a harbaugh fan yeah yeah harbaugh I'm michigan harbaugh. alum and it's, school, it's years like, like this you see harbaugh's a good coach man yeah. <laughs> he's a good coach so he can't beat ohio for, state that's all, all right. he just can't beat ohio state it's 24th time. This is a top 10 matchup. Yeah. So a lot of history behind this game. It's been going down for a minute. Mm. Uh, ranked versus ranked. Oklahoma's playing at Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, 
This will be what only the third time they've both been in the top ten going up against each other. Uh, last time they did it, the Sooners won by 35 points. So okay. that doesn't sound good for Oklahoma State. Uh, Caleb Williams hasn't looked good the last two weeks. Does that mean? Does that make you afraid if you're Oklahoma State that he's going to break out, or do you think that as a freshman people kind of got to read on him, or maybe they got to read on the Oklahoma offense and be like, "Lean around, you ain't shit." Well, I think uh, <laughs> no. I think if I'm Oklahoma State, I'm encouraged that Caleb Williams has been struggling because as this great as their defense has been playing. Yeah, yeah. because this 2020. 21 team is built differently Big than 12, a lot of, man. Big yeah. 12's defense. It's like, their defense, I, yeah, hey, yeah. it's not like it used to be. Used to auto bet all Big 12. Oh, yeah, Lincoln Riley versus this guy. Bet. Let's get yeah. that over. 72 points over. <laughs> no, over. I, I, I really think it's that everybody else is throwing the ball. Now Now that they're doing it in the SEC, now those defenses okay. don't look as good. Yeah. Yeah. That's or, what or I it's like everybody has practice against teams that spread, so it's not that impressive because you ain't – like it's not like – because this used to be the mid-major type offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, to like, me, all that rhetoric about the Big 12 having poor defense, it mostly comes from we were the – Big 12 was the first conference to innovate. Yeah. Who, yeah. yeah, you mean somebody said thank Thanks, I get yeah, started. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that contributed a lot to that stigma. And now that you see the SEC there, all to spread offenses, it trickles to that direction also. But uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, to me, uh, what do you think? Do you think Michigan has a shot this year against Ohio State? What are you thinking? If they have a healthy Blake Corum and mm-hmm. uh, what's your boy Hassan, Haskins? Haskins, Haskins, yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> yeah, to me, like, uh, uh, it's like, and David, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, was it Ojibo? Oh, the uh, defense, the line, outside yeah. linebacker, edge rusher. Yeah, like yeah. He has like, breakout, like yeah. Four sacks. No, still nope. no. Uh-uh. To me, no, I, uh-uh. I love their defensive line this year. Michigan's defensive line. To me, but line. the thing is though, like there have been years where it's like Ohio State ain't that much better than y'all this year, to where y'all should be a whole like whenever the whole time they had uh, what's your boy's name from uh, the Ole Miss transfer? Shane Patterson. Shane, Shane pa- Patterson. Shane yeah. Patterson. Yeah. yeah. Like to me, it's like y'all should have been hanging with him a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, to me, that's why I'm hoping that it just that doesn't fall apart like it tends to in the Jim Harbaugh. Era. I think this team has enough physical ability to beat Ohio State, but the only thing is Ohio State's offense is now rounding into form. Maybe first half of the season, I'm like, yeah, they can do it, but now it's, uh, All right, yeah. Joe. Well, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if you heard Matt Judon today or this week trashing on mac and cheese. Really? Trashing on mac and cheese. I used he to said, like that guy. He said mac fact, and cheese one minute ago, 60 is just seconds ago. cheese and noodles. And just shrugged so It's cheese and noodles. I'm like, so? That yeah. sounds amazing. Yes. What are you, what are you we said about? that to say what? Yeah. Like, you, you had me like, cheese. Like, you had me cheese. You hate ramen? You hate ramen? You hate spaghetti? It's just noodles and delicious like, sauce. What are you, you talking about? You spaghetti? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, ramen's just noodle and delicious broth. What's the problem? Yeah. And delicious accoutrements. So, all right, as far as, so what's got to go off the table as far as all these sides go on Thanksgiving? What don't you want to see, Joe? I, I can do without the sweet potato casserole. Here's why. Okay, here's why. Because I got the pie. I don't need the casserole. Uh, yeah, well, that's one reason. Also, I think sweet potatoes are just good by themselves. You don't got to put marshmallows and all this nonsense in them. I'm like, just, a sweet potato by itself is delicious gift from nature. That's what I say. All right, mine is that. Uh it's the marshmallow salad, the, okay. the, the jello marshmallow, jello marshmallow salad. salad or ambrosia salad, whatever you want to call it. Everyone yeah. do it. It's nasty. Okay. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it at all. <laughs> to me, it's like, I don't mind if you put fruit in the jello. Yeah, yeah. And scoop it out and have it looking all like jello like. It's when, when you start whipped cream, mixing all up the whipped cream, I'm like, yeah. you can even put a little, little dollop on of the whipped cream on there. Make it swirl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. and let me do my thing. I'll let me mix it, it myself. Like, yeah. Let me do it myself. Yeah. I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. Man, I'm 40. That's mm. twice it. That's good. But 
but yeah, get that marshmallow salad out of here, Joe. <laughs> I'm a face. I'm like, yeah. And you know, it's like, because remember back in the day, I used to have a problem. Like, I used to be like, Keith, I know you're anxious because that's the one thing that you help with yeah. on Thanksgiving. Like, let so me get, get mine it. before yeah, you Yeah, and I used to be like, let me get mine first. Yeah. You know, then you can do all your whipped cream and marshmallow stuff. Yeah. Keith used to be like, I think he used to take joy in being like, no. <laughs> before it got you. Ha, eat this. Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. Miss me with that marshmallow salad. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Joe, I think that's the show, Playboy. I think that's the show, Playboy. Yeah, you know, guys, we always appreciate you tuning in, checking us out every Wednesday night. It's your guy, Joe Bamadi, co-host, partner in crime, Joe Bamadi. Don't forget, check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, download it every week, bro, bro, bro. Yeah, but check me. Thank you for tuning in this week. You can catch us next week, same giraffe time, same giraffe channel, and we are out of here, man. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. peace. Hey, this is Jordan. And this is Joe. You can catch our show, The Giraffe Experts, 